And now it's time for USC Trojan Talk with Coach Harvey High. Brought to you by Terribles. Listen to the coach each week on KSHP AM 1400 and follow the coach on Twitter at Coach Harvey High. And now, here's Coach Harvey High. Well, good evening, everyone. Yes, we're getting close to another college football weekend. Of course, you're, if you're live, uh, if you're with us live here in Las Vegas, Nevada, you've just joined us here with the beginning of USC Trojan Talk. Brought to us all here in Las Vegas by Terribles and Coors Light. And in the Inland Empire, every Saturday morning, we welcome you on AM 1490 on your dial for USC Trojan Talk year-around. Well, we've got the football season going, and I'll tell you what, it's been a difficult season. We've had so many wild games and statement games, and everybody's beating everybody that it's really tough on me as far as putting my 12-pack together each week. And if you're a regular listener, you know that when we start USC Trojan Talk, I like to pass on to you my top 12 teams in the country, the way I look at them. Like if I was coaching this weekend like I did for 25 years, I'd say the number one team in the country is the team I don't want to play this Saturday. So before we get started with that, let's thank our sponsor for our 12-pack, and that's Meadows Bank. Is is your business ready to play in the big leagues? Meadows Bank can help you tackle the competition. Make your play and visit them today at MeadowsBank.com or call 471-BANK. That's 471-BANK, Meadows Bank consistently exceeding your expectations. Well, let's get started. I don't think I'm going to surprise anybody when I give you my number one team in the nation, and it still is Nick Saban, number one in the country. That means Alabama, undefeated 4-0. But I'll tell you, this Saturday, they got a real challenge. It's going to be a game against the University of Mississippi, one of his former offensive coordinators and assistant coaches, Lane Kiffin, is visiting uh, Tuscaloosa. We'll see what happens uh, uh, Mississippi, I don't. I think they'll cover the points. If you look at the spread, uh, if I was a betting guy, I'd take Mississippi in this game in a high score. But Alabama, I don't want to play them. I think they'll win the game, but I think it'll be a high-scoring type of football game. Number two, I got the Bulldogs from Georgia. Yeah, another Southeastern Conference team. They beat Vanderbilt sixty-two to nothing. This week they're at Arkansas, and I think you're going to be surprised where I have Arkansas. Georgia now has JT Daniels back, and he's swinging the ball around, throwing it all over the field, and they run the football, play great defense. But Arkansas, really, I've got them on my top 12 here, and you're going to be surprised where I have them. I take the points in Arkansas. Number three, are you ready? Number three, I've got Florida. Oh, another team from the Southeastern Conference. Why? Well, Florida is undefeated, uh, as far as I'm concerned. The only loss they had was to Alabama, 31-29. Now that you know, that's almost an equal game, especially when you consider they went for two and missed it. So Florida, I don't want anything to do with them. They rotate those two great quarterbacks. They have great team speed, and Dan Mullins is one of the top coaches in the country. They beat Tennessee last week, 32 to 14. After that tough loss to Alabama. They're for real and they're at Kentucky. Number four, I've got uh, a surprise team for everybody. I told you earlier, and that's Arkansas. Really remind me a lot of Florida. Really get after you. They beat up on Texas A&M 20-10. to 10. I don't think Texas A&M was really in the game at any time. So I've got Arkansas number four. I don't want anything to do with uh, the Georgia-Arkansas game this week, but I'll tell you what, 
Uh, I told you earlier what I think of the game as far as the points and who I take. I'm into this giving points today. What's the deal with me or taking points? Number five, Ohio State, the Buckeyes. Yeah, they had a big win over Akron, 50-97, and I expect them to start rolling shortly. They're 3-1. and one. They just have too many players. They've got great players. They've had great recruiting years. They're at Rutgers. Rutgers, uh, you know, really forced uh, Michigan to go OT to get, uh, for them to get the wins, but uh, I think Ohio State, just too much of a football team, too many players. Now, number six, Cincinnati. Cincinnati, a small favorite over Notre Dame in South Bend. Cincinnati 3-0. and Luke Fickle's going down there. They had a bye week as far as getting ready for this big Notre Dame game. This will be a game you don't want to miss. Number seven, Iowa. We've got a breakthrough here with the Big Ten. They defeated Colorado State. And not really a sort of a boring football game, but Iowa got to win. This week, they're a small favorite at Maryland. They're undefeated 4-0. Number eight, the whiteout city of the world, and that's Penn State. Well, I don't want to play uh, in Happy Valley. I've been there before. I've seen the Penn State team play. They're getting uh, more confidence, confidence every week. And, you know, when you think about it, you might have three coaches here that are interviewing this weekend. Uh, when you take think of James uh, Franklin and you think of, of – uh, uh, Lane Kiffin, and you think of Luke Fickle, they might be interviewing when they play on national television. Number nine, I've got Notre Dame. I've moved them down. They just don't seem to be that dominant this year. I mean, I wouldn't be afraid to play them if I had to. If I, that's why I've got them number nine uh, way down. Uh, so Notre Dame, Florida undefeated. They take on uh, Cincinnati, they beat up on Wisconsin in the fourth quarter with interceptions and so on. The score really wasn't that bad. Number 10, Mississippi. I talked about them earlier. They're at Alabama. Watch out there. Could be an upset. Or maybe not an upset, but a high-scoring type of football game. Number 11, Brigham Young. You know, they're really coached well. The last two years, they've really played well. I like watching them. They're very sound offensively and defensively. They're, they're really tough kids. They don't try to fool you. They can do both, run and pass the football. I like them. They had a win at South Florida this past weekend. This Friday, they're at Utah State, and they're a favorite there. They're undefeated. 3-0. and Number 12. I've got Oklahoma. Wow, all you, all you Sooner fans are mad at me. But, you know, they're just not playing well. They're just not getting it done defensively or offensively. Every week you expect them to explode and really get that big win over a football team. Not over a team they should be scrimmaging, but over a football team. You know, West Virginia, I thought, is a pretty good football team. But, you know, still, Oklahoma, they haven't exploded on offense. Uh, they're kind of, sort of conservative. Uh, not really the Oklahoma team of the past, but they'll get going here. But I don't want to play them. But I've got them 12th, and uh, that's my 12th pack. Now, you're going to be surprised. I, I don't know how I could leave Clemson out of my top 12, but they're 2-2. Two and two. They got beat by North Carolina State. You know, North Carolina State's a good football team. People don't respect the job that they do there. But uh, can you believe I don't have Clemson in my top 12 or Oregon in my top 12? That is hard to believe when you've got Oregon in most polls, three or four in the country. So that's my 12-pack. That's Coach Hyde's 12-pack for this week, and it's hard to do when we have all of these upsets and teams play well one week and the next week they don't play well. It's hard for the old coach to put his 12-pack together. But, again, we want to thank our sponsor, Meadows Bank, for this 12-pack every week. 
Is your business ready to play in the big leagues? Meadows Bank can help you tackle the competition. Make your play and visit them tonight at MeadowsBank.com or call 471-BANK. That's 471-BANK. Meadows Bank consistently exceeding your expectations. Hey, we've got a great guest here this evening and on Saturday morning. That's Chuck Hayes, our Southern California correspondent. He's a Trojan, so we're going to be talking Trojan football here on USC Trojan Talk. Again, we welcome all of you in the Inland Empire on AM 1490 and in Las Vegas live. We welcome you to USC Trojan Talk, brought to you by Terrible Herps and Coors Light. Buckle up, everyone. Fight on. We'll be right back with more football. fans announcing Terrible's game day giveaway. Enter for your chance to shop, scratch, and score a $1,000 Raiders shopping spree during every game day. Here's your play call. Run a slant route to the nearest participating Terrible Chevron location on Raiders game days. Catch a scratch card and enter your unique code in the Terrible Social House app. And you can score that week's $1,000 Raiders shopping spree. Terrible's, your only place to shop, scratch, and score. Visit Terrible's.com for more details. You work hard for your business. You need a bank that understands your business. Let Metals Bank be your business partner for all your banking needs. We are a full-service community bank with competitive loan and deposit products and services. We're also a preferred lender for SBA, 7A, and 504 loan programs. The experienced team at Meadows Bank will give you the services you need with the reliability you can depend on throughout branches in Las Vegas, Henderson, Reno, Pahrump, and now in Phoenix, Arizona. Call our friendly, knowledgeable staff today at 702 702- 471 bank that is 702-471-2265 or use our convenient online banking service at meadowsbank.bank meadows bank where your business is our business hello i'm fletcher jones jr at fletcher jones dealerships we always try to exceed our clients expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else My father opened his first dealership in 1946. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. We're Walker Furniture, and we are Las Vegas. There's a lot to be proud of in the city, but also a lot of need. That's why Walker has a goal to feed over 15,000 people in 45 days. We'll guarantee the first 10,000 meals, and to every purchase you make, Walker will add two more meals. We hope to feed 15,000 people or more through the Las Vegas Rescue Mission. We're locally owned and operated, Vegas strong, Walker Furniture. Something really special and new. Floyd's 99 haircuts, colors, and straight razor shades. We're at, well, Southwest Las Vegas at the 215 and South Rainbow. Yes, you can have all of it in one show. Each cut comes with a hot lather, neck shave, and shoulder massage. Classic barber-style services in a family-friendly environment, perfect for mom or dad and the kids. Full color bar and salon services as well. Floyd 99 Cuts and Colors. 
expert service, amplified experience. Go to Floyd99.com for location information. That's Floyd99.com for location information. Well, welcome back to USC Trojan Talk, live in Las Vegas, Nevada, on this Thursday evening, brought to us by Terribles and Coors Light. And in the Inland Empire, good morning to you on a Saturday morning, as we're there every uh, day or every Saturday year-round on AM 1490. USC Trojan Talk on the air. Our next segment is brought to us by Mercedes-Benz of Henderson, proud sponsors of USC Trojan Talk. Contact Jim Chasing himself, the general manager for your family pricing and... Find yourself riding in a new Mercedes, used Mercedes, something that really fits your style. Call 702-485-3000. That's 702 area code 485-3000. Or go to www.mbofhenderson. Chuck Hayes joins us. Chuck, good evening to you. Good morning to you. Welcome to USC Trojan Talk. Well, Coach, it's always great to be able to talk USC and college football with you. And uh, let's get it going, as they say. We only uh, have the fastest hour in radio, and we're already deep into it. You're, you're exactly right, so let's get started. Chuck, you know, everybody talks about identity. Everybody talks about every program has an identity, an offensive, defensive philosophy, and so on. And we talk about it a lot off the air, on the air, and a lot of broadcasts we do it in person. What does identity mean to you when we talk about USC Trojan football? What's the identity of the USC Trojan football program? Well, Cardinal and Gold and Traveler and uh, the Coliseum and the Torch is really the identity, along with the USC Songgirls. It's a, a celebration of uh, the Trojan family coming together and going out there and uh, taking care of business on a Saturday afternoon or evening and with the hopes of getting to Pasadena on New Year's Day. That's the identity of USC football. And right now, uh, things are a little bit off kilter. Uh, they have a new football coach, uh, Dante Williams, who is in an interim position, first time as uh, a head coach, uh, never even been a coordinator, has worked as a, a recruiting aide, uh, someone who has a great reputation, has been around the West Coast, uh, starting from the uh, junior college level, uh, Harbor uh, College, El Camino, Mount Sac, and of course played at PCC out of uh, Culver City High School. So trying to find exactly where that fits is what the challenge is right now. And you know what's interesting is that I was in the Coliseum uh, last December when USC lost to Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game. And the discussion point from that game on to when we went to spring ball and then to camp was that SC was a college football playoff team that its goal was to win the South and get back into the championship game and take care of business. Right now, Dante Williams just wants them to go 1-0. and 1-0, and uh, Chuck, following uh, last week's game, when you watched the Oregon State game, uh, the identity there seems to say what's happened to USC Trojan football after that, well, real beating they got last week when you consider 500-plus yards against them. The defense, uh, well, it could have been 700 yards. And uh, uh, what is the identity that's missing there? What is missing currently in your mind with the USC Trojan football team, not program, team currently right now? We'll talk about Colorado later. Well, I think there's definitely a confidence issue because I don't really know if they understand who they are. 
I thought defensively they were going to be the team this year that was going to be the hammer and really put it down with the kind of talent they have. But it's obvious that in this defense that they do not have three big playmakers, and I mean one in the secondary, one at linebacker, one at defensive line, who can be a wrecking crew of sorts. Uh, it makes you look at Talona Hafunga last year and what a great performer he was and how he made that defense go. You know, over the years, and again, this is the challenge, if you know USC football, you've seen great players, and you know which players are impact players. Just because you put a jersey number on them and say that you're an All-American doesn't mean that you go out on the field and make plays. That's something that you earn. Unfortunately, in this day and age of social media and hype, we see it go backwards, especially with a, a situation where you're coming off of a year where maybe there wasn't a lot of um, tackling during the off season in, in regards to what I was talking about the regular season last year. In practice, there was hardly any hitting, and now you're coming into the fall, and they didn't want to hit a lot, and now you're in the games, and it's obvious that they don't do that. Well, obviously it's a statement they've been talking about that their team has gone through more physical type of workouts than ever before. Coach Clay Heldon, when the head football coach, replaced the strength coach and got a new strength coach from Notre Dame, Stivers, and uh, was praising how strong the team was and how proud he was of the team. I think it's more than just lifting weights, Chuck. I think it's not the type of football you play as far as on the offensive side of the football, the defensive side of the football, and what happens up front on both sides of the game ball. And I think that's definitely showing now as they play these teams. I think there's a, an element of nastiness that's lacking. And, and I, I'm not saying that you have to be a dirty football player. You just have to play to the whistle and play through. And we've seen a lot of, um, I would call it bravado, but we haven't seen a lot of dominance that you knew you can get a three and out. It's, it's something that, that really has been lacking in regards to this, this team. And uh, a lot of people say it's because of the way they practice. They don't play a physical team uh, week in and week out in practice, that you have the, um, the identity built from that uh, where, man, I don't want to play against our defense because even in practice there are 11 angry men. And I think that's one of the things – uh, Identity-wise is, is how it goes. Uh, there's a lot of people that are in USC uh, wearing the Cardinal Gold as players that are new and are making their first journey around the Pac-12. And uh, from that standpoint, they don't have that credibility, if you will, of having played against a team the year before and knowing why they shut them down. It's, it's a new experience for them. Chuck Hayes joins us on USC Trojan Talk as we talk Trojan football here Saturday morning in the Inland Empire and Thursday night in Las Vegas. Chuck, uh, I would like to run this by, to me, you can talk toughness, but when you don't play that style of a football game, it's tough to be physical. When you're an air raid type of team and the coordinator is basically a passing philosophy type of coach, that's not really physical football. So you can talk about being physical, but you don't do physical things. You don't go into center. You don't you know, get double tight. You don't do the, the physical part of football, but you talk physical. And then the people get very 
upset or misled because you're not a football football team that's physical. On the defensive side, it's tough to get physical, but you never face a physical football team. And when you talk about the tackling and everything else on the defensive side of the football, it seems as though since the beginning of the year, it's sort of, you wrote it, it's like they didn't quit, but they look hesitant when they play. They don't own any part of the field. They don't own the secondary where the passing game is. They don't own the line of scrimmage. The linebackers aren't making any tackles. They're not getting any push up the field. It's a certain, uh, say, identity. It's tough to talk being physical when you're not physical on either sides of the football, but it's impossible to be there with your style of football. One of those things that is identity issue is there's so much substitution and they've had some injuries. They've been banged up a little bit, but the players that they've hyped in regards to being the best ever to play in the position, and, and I'm saying this in a more of an air quote situation, uh, because the amount of, of media that come out in regards to a player and what they're doing or who they're being evaluated on, and you know, I think it was kind of really premature. And I and remember, and I'm speaking to you about Drake Jackson a little bit, because remember, in the first presser that he was able to talk to um, the media, he just said, hey, I'm out of here. It's one and done for me. And it's almost comical in a way that a player would try to call his shot about being who he is. It's all great to be ambitious. Everybody recognizes that you're a great talent and you want to go to the pros. But if you look around with your teammates, I think it's a one-game, one-down-and-one-play-at-a-time type existence before draft day comes. Chuck, do you think it's possible, and I'm not going to answer this question for you, do you think it's possible that the players that people think they have there aren't there? like the running back situation or the offensive line, that it's not the talent and, uh, that people think USC has and that, you know, the defensive front and all the other positions? Well, right now you've had San Jose State, which they tried to make out as being a world beater, like they were a top 20 program, which is not the level of what San Jose State was when you competed against them, when I competed against them. They're, the talent level is nowhere close. A Washington State team that the jury is still out that was beaten by, I believe, Utah State. Um, Oregon State right now, uh, we don't know how well they'll compete uh, in the conference. And now Stanford has Oregon this weekend. So I, I still think it's a little bit early. We're, we're just on the edge of October. Um, Ask me the week after Notre Dame in regards to that that question. I think that that would be the way I would answer it. All right. Well, I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but they they are always having these top recruiting classes, and if they get uh, the type of talent that they're supposedly getting, then obviously something's not working. Either the players aren't who they are or what they're supposed to be, or the coaches aren't getting it out of the players. So, again, I'm Harvey Hyde with uh, Chuck Hayes, and this is our USC Trojan Talk show. Chuck, let's take a break right now, because I want to come back after the break and talk a little bit about Colorado and their battle this weekend in Boulder. And for all of you out there in the Inland Empire, that game is going to be on about the same time you'll be listening to this show also. So, buckle up, AM 1490 on Saturday morning, AM 1400 in Las Vegas on Thursday nights. I'm Harvey Hyde. You're listening to our USC Trojan Talk Show. 
And again, remember, it's brought to us in Las Vegas by Terribles and Coors Light. Buckle up. Fight on. We'll be right back. fans announcing Terrible's game day giveaway. Enter for your chance to shop, scratch, and score a $1,000 Raiders shopping spree during every game day. Here's your play call. Run a slant route to the nearest participating Terrible Chevron location on Raiders game days. Catch a scratch card and enter your unique code in the Terrible Social House app. And you could score that week's $1,000 Raiders shopping spree. Terrible's, your only place to shop, scratch, and score. Visit Terrible's.com for more details. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones Jr., and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. Something really special and new. Floyd's 99 haircuts, colors, and straight razor shades. Where at? Well, Southwest Las Vegas at the 215 and South Rainbow. Yes, you can have all of it in one show. Each cut comes with a hot lather, neck shave, and shoulder massage. Classic barber-style services in a family-friendly environment perfect for mom or dad and the kids. Full color bar and salon services as well. Floyd 99 Cuts and Colors. Expert service, amplified experience. Go to Floyd99.com for location information. That's Floyd99.com for location information. Pizza, pizza, pizza. If you're like me, pizza is not just a food, it's a way of life. And the folks at Setabello Pizza get every detail just right. Homemade dough made daily and hand tossed. Extra virgin olive oil, freshly chopped tomatoes and basil, and generous portions of mozzarella cheese with a dizzying array of toppings. Join me at one of their two area locations, one at Green Valley Parkway, another one at Fort Apache and Sahara. No time to dine out? No problem. Order today and take it to go at setabello.net. That's setabello.net. Setabello Pizza, when only the best will do. Dogs Brewing Company is proud to be Las Vegas's original hometown brewery since 1993. Our handcrafted beers are brewed fresh daily at Big Dogs Draft House by our team of award-winning brewers. Big Dogs Brews are now available in cans at major retailers like Lee's Discount Liquor, Total Wine and More, Whole Foods Markets, Smith's, Albertsons, Terrible Stations, and more. Big Dogs beers are available on draft at select restaurants and bars around Las Vegas. Ask for Big Dogs Brews by name. Visit us at BigDogsBrews.com to track down our local, award-winning, handcrafted brews or stop by Big Dogs Draft House to sample a full range of our classic seasonal and specialty ales. Drink fresh, drink local, drink Big Dogs.
Well, welcome back to USC Tour to Talk Live in Las Vegas, uh, Nevada tonight. Uh, we want to welcome all of you, and we say buckle up as you ride along with us part of the way or all of the way. Brought to us by Terrible Herps and Coors Light, and in the... Uh, Inland Empire on Saturday mornings, we welcome all of you to USC Trojan Talk on AM 1490 on your dial. Year-round, Chuck Hayes joins us tonight as we talk Trojan football. And this segment is brought to us by Allstate Insurance in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes, the Misty Chadwick Family Agency, they say, please call us. And if you're not completely satisfied with our service or anyone else's service, we'll fix it for you. Her telephone number is 702-451-4409. That's 702-451-4409. Chuck Hayes joins us. Chuck, let's get back to our conversation regarding USC Trojan football, where they are currently right now. They're 2-2 two and two in the, their overall record. They're into the uh, Pac-12 now, 1-2. and two. They take on a Colorado, a team this weekend in Boulder, 1-3 and three overall, a team that so-so was picked, I believe, uh, at the bottom of the Pac-12 South, USC was picked at the top of the Pac-12 South. Uh, your thoughts on this uh, game and what we should look forward to? Well, Coach, uh, SC's a seven-and-a-half-point uh, favorite going on the road to Boulder. Early morning kick, L.A. time, 11 a.m., and they're going to be matched up against uh, an old uh, compatriot, Carl Durrell, who's the head football coach at Colorado, of course, Carl Durrell, along with your former player, Dwayne Walker, were the architects of that defeat when USC was number two in the country in the Rose Bowl when they defeated Pete Carroll's uh, Trojans, who were on their way to play in the national championship, 13-9. And uh, I'll never forget that day in Pasadena. I think you know the Rose Bowls had a lot of major events go on. That day was probably the loudest crowd I have ever heard, even louder than the Texas SC game. That was one loud environment. And so uh, Carl Durrell got there, came back from the NFL after he was fired at UCLA and went down to Vanderbilt and kicked around in the league. And Mel Tucker, who was the head coach for one season, left to go to Michigan State. He was 5-7. and seven. He was uh, the replacement for Mike McIntyre who uh, Mike Bone hired. He was, Mac McIntyre was the head coach uh, that succeeded John Embry, who was 4-21, and who Mike Bone fired, who succeeded Dan Hawkins, who was 16-33, and um, who, Mac, uh, who Dan, uh, Mike Bone fired, uh, who replaced Gary Barnett, uh, who was 49-39, and and who Mike Bone fired. So, there's an interesting parallel because Mike Bone was the AD there. So you've got a former UCLA head coach who we know well. Carl Durrell was a frequent speaker at passing the quarterbacks when we were there. And I believe you may have even recruited Carl Durrell out of San Diego as a wide receiver. So you have the Buffaloes who are truly still looking for an identity uh, coming off uh, a win over northern Colorado and then a tough three-point loss in uh, Mile High against Texas A&M. And then they were skunked against Minnesota, 30 to zip. And then they lost uh, to uh, Arizona State in Tempe, 35 to 13. Uh, I think this team, to put it kindly, is looking for an identity. And I think that's the same thing that everybody said when Carl Durrell was at UCLA before. 
Chuck, when you look at this game, you hear USC and their coaching staff talking about how physical this football team, how big they are up front, how they have one of the top running backs in the Pac-12, this and that. You're talking about them, they're building this team up like they're going to Notre Dame. Basically, are they struggling as far as worrying about who they're playing? Have they lost confidence in themselves as far as an offense, defense, and coaching staff against Colorado? This should be, uh, as uh, you said earlier, a team that was ranked early in the uh, season in the top 20 in college football, uh, going to Colorado and playing an unranked team where you would have more confidence in going up there and playing. Did the Oregon State game take everything out of USC as far as confidence-wise on the offensive and defensive side of the football? I I think to a point. I I, I think they got... KO'd. I think any time you get hit in the mouth like they did over and over and over, uh, and then they surrendered and Oregon State strutted off that field of the Coliseum, that it's got to shake you. Uh, you, you. You go in the meeting, and you know this, you go in the meeting and you say, what happened? I thought the guys that are our playmakers you know, didn't step up. And defensively, they couldn't shut anybody down, and uh, they got behind the, the sticks, as they say, offensively. Um, I hope they're not intimidated uh, when they see Ralphie run. I mean, that this is a whole deal. There's going to be 50,183 in Folsom Field. It's going to be a party atmosphere. And uh, Rocky Mountain High is going to bring out everybody to see the Trojans. And like you always say, uh, people start believing when you, when you lose to people you should beat. And this is a scenario that USC has to get up early and have to put the hammer on them if they expect to win. Now, you know, it's an interesting storyline, I, I guess, if you will, but it's also um, symptomatic of what's going on. In the first name that is mentioned when SC is um, uh, in their game notes for the theme, and I'm just going to read it to you, USC wide receiver Katie Nixon will line up against his former team. He played four years with the Buffs, ranking in several CU top ten career lists, and he even caught a pair of TDs versus the Trojans while there. I don't know about you, Coach, but I don't know if my lead story in my press release would be about a receiver that's not made a great contribution to a football team. maybe Maybe I'm being a little harsh on that, but I just find that very strange. I find it uh, strange, too. I also find it strange as far as billboard material. I don't think you'd want to highlight that. He's going back to play against uh, his uh, fellow friends, teammates, and so on. I, I would think you'd highlight uh, the game itself and, uh, and that. But I'm not a, I'm not a journalism major. I'm not, I don't write releases. I just talk about my opinion on games, as you do, and what I see, and so on. Now, what I see, too is I watch the press conferences and I watch all of the different other things that happen. I don't attend them because I don't want to ask any questions, but I watch closely and, and listen to the answers. And I, and I want to ask you this. You probably do the same thing. When you listen to Coach Dante Williams talk and speak and answer questions, it seems as though he's in a position where it's very difficult for him to make many changes. When asked certain questions, it seems as though he sort of hesitates as far as answering questions, and I wonder if he really does have the hold on the offense and the defense as an interim coach that he should as far as taking control of what the future is of the program. 
Coach, this is a small point, but I think it's a big point. I expected when he became the head football coach for him to have either a script or a play card so that he knew what was going to be called, even a wristband with the numbers or whatever. But on offense, he's a spectator. He has no input into what's going on. I'm sure they've talked about it, but he doesn't know what's coming next. He doesn't, he doesn't hear it uh, and is able to know um, until they call it down to the sideline and it's, and it's hand-signaled in to, to Keaton Slovis. And I think that's very, very strange in the sense that you're, you're having a coach be a spectator, if you will. Uh, from a defensive standpoint, Todd Orlando runs a defense. You don't see a lot of interaction. You saw it earlier on. You saw, you saw more enthusiasm in the Washington State game. But I think they lost something. Even the um, positioning of where he stands and watches the game, he's blended in now with multiple people who are on that sideline. There are a lot of people on that USC sideline, and you would never know who the head coach is by looking at that sideline. And I'm sure if you're an official and uh, you're looking for that head coach or that head coach is trying to get to that official, it's a little bit of a challenge. I know you've done it. You've walked those sidelines. You had a get-back coach. I don't even think they have a get-back coach at SC. Well, you know, you've got to look at the situation he's in. First of all, he's been put in a situation, a very difficult situation as a coach at a four-year level that's never been a head coach before, and at USC where everyone expects victories, and he's there to replace a bleeding team that needs a heart transplant or whatever, as Ed Orgeron used to say, there's only one heartbeat on this team. Yet he's young and he's he's auditioning and he wants to have a great future in football. He's been labeled a great recruiter. He's been labeled labeled a recruiting assistant coach in the conference. Guy's got a great future, and I know he's in a position where he feels very uncomfortable. Was it the right thing to put him in this position? Uh, should he be in this position as far as us talking about him like this? Should he have just remained as a secondary coach and allowed a head coach that's been a head coach, like the backfield coach It was the head coach of Bowling Green Jinx, take over? He's been in that type of position before and allow this young coach to continue coaching and not be thrown out there to be in this position. Have you given that any thought, Chuck? Well, I agree with you that the plan was Mike Jinks uh, was going to, if Clay Helton had a COVID issue, uh, Jinks was going to be the head coach. But I believe the SC administration needed to buy time, and I don't think they could sell Mike Jinks to the community. I believe in Mike Jinks. I think I watched him coach. I think the, the gentleman... Uh, from his background as a high school coach, head coach in Texas, very competitive, went on, um, was in uh, different school systems, and then went on to be the head coach of Bowling Green and then came to USC as a mature man. He's a gentleman that knows what he wants. We heard him coach up his position group. He's probably the most aggressive guy on that field other than Todd Orlando. So I was a little bit disappointed, but I think they needed to sell a story. And I think that bought them time in the media, specifically nationally they did, and then also in Southern California for a bit. But it's starting to turn a little bit. And uh, this game will be a very, very pressure-packed football game because if it goes south as it did against Oregon State, 
and we don't see the adjustments, uh, we're gonna we're gonna see some some different angles. It's starting to heat up a lot more in regards to why certain players are playing, who's in what position, what about this, who are we looking at this, and then the more that they talk, the more questions are raised instead of answers. Chuck, I agree with you. I think he's been put in a very difficult type of situation. He's a young coach. Uh, he's been thrown out there to be in the public uh, limelight when the program is in such a difficult type of array and so on. But, uh, again, that's USC and what they did, and I think he's doing, a, he's doing what he could do. He tried to fix immediately what he thought was important as far as being prompt to meetings and dressing properly and being responsible for what the rules and regulations are on a football f- field, uh, things that we had noticed but never been enforced. At, but to put him out there in a the position right now where it's very difficult for him to contribute at what he does, I think it's difficult. So, again, we'll talk more about uh, USC Trojan football with Chuck Hayes after we take this short time out. Again, I want to thank our sponsor, partial sponsor for this segment. That's Mercedes-Benz of Henderson, proud sponsors of USC Trojan Update. Contact the general manager himself there in Henderson, Jim Hen- Jim Chasen, for your family pricing or find a car that fits you and your family. Call 702-485-3000 at 702-485-3000 or go to www.mb of Henderson. Again, in the Inland Empire, we welcome you every Saturday morning on AM 1490 from 11 to 12. And live in Las Vegas, Nevada, buckle up and ride along with us with USC Trojan Talk, brought to us all by Terribles and Coors Light. Fight on. Chuck and I will be right back. Raiders fans, announcing Terrible's Game Day Giveaway. Enter for your chance to shop, scratch, and score a $1,000 Raiders shopping spree during every game day. Here's your play call. Run a slant route to the nearest participating Terrible Chevron location on Raiders game days. Catch a scratch card and enter your unique code in the Terrible Social House app. And you could score that week's $1,000 Raiders shopping spree. Terrible's, your only place to shop, scratch, and score. Visit Terrible's.com for more details. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones Jr., and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. The Rose Bowl Legacy Foundation preserves, protects, and enhances the future of the Rose Bowl Stadium as a national historic landmark. America's Stadium has hosted two Olympic Games, with a third one coming in 2028, two World Cup finals, five Super Bowls, and the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl since 1923. It is the epic center of college football and is the most iconic stadium in the world. To learn more about how you can support the Rose Bowl Stadium as it turns 100 years young, visit www.inspire, which spells inspire2022.org. 
You work hard for your business. You need a bank that understands your business. Let Metals Bank be your business partner for all your banking needs. We are a full-service community bank with competitive loan and deposit products and services. We're also a preferred lender for SBA, 7A, and 504 loan programs. The experienced team at Meadows Bank will give you the services you need with the reliability you can depend on throughout branches in Las Vegas, Henderson, Reno, Pahrump, and now in Phoenix, Arizona. Call our friendly, knowledgeable staff today at 702 702- 471 bank that is 702-471-2265 or use our convenient online banking service at metalsbank.bank metals bank where your business is our business i'm harvey hyde yes the klondike sunset casino where is it located Located on Sunset Road in Henderson, Nevada, just west of Boulder Highway, 444 West Sunset Road in Henderson. Happy hour, $5 pitchers of draft beer and chicken wings, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. And how about the football contest and all the great opportunities to you be with your friends at the Klondike Casino. Remember, they have the Gridiron Gold Rush Football Pick'em Contest with $13,000 in prizes available for free play. And also the William Hill Football Contest. You could win over over $1 million in cash prizes. Play two contests per week and double your chances to win. Buckle up and good luck. Pizza, pizza, pizza. If you're like me, pizza's not just a food, it's a way of life. And the folks at Cetabello Pizza get every detail just right. Homemade dough made daily and hand-tossed. Extra virgin olive oil, freshly chopped tomatoes and basil, and generous portions of mozzarella cheese with a dizzying array of toppings. Join me at one of their two area locations, one at Green Valley Parkway, another one at Fort Apache and Sahara. No time to dine out? No problem. Order today and take it to go at setabello.net. That's setabello.net. Cetabello Pizza, when only the best will do. Raiders fans, announcing Terrible's Game Day Giveaway. Enter for your chance to shop, scratch, and score a $1,000 Raiders shopping spree during every game day. Here's your play call. Run a slant route to the nearest participating Terrible Chevron location on Raiders game days. Catch a scratch card and enter your unique code in the Terrible Social House app. And you could score that week's $1,000 Raiders shopping spree. Terribles, your only place to shop, scratch, and score. Visit Terribles.com for more details. Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everyone. If you're going somewhere, I'd call Budget Card Truck Rental. If you're visiting somewhere, I'd call them too. Budget Card Truck Rental here in Las Vegas. It's local. They take care of me no matter whether I'm traveling or I'm just driving around or I need to move and borrow a truck. Just call them at 702-736-1212 at 702-736-1212, and you'll be glad you did. Well, welcome back to USC Trojan Talk, live in Las Vegas, Nevada. Buckle up and ride along with us here every Thursday night, brought to us by Terribles and Coors Light. And in the Inland Empire every Saturday morning, year-round, from 11 to 12 on AM 1490, buckle up and join us for USC Trojan Talk. Chuck Hayes joins us tonight. And, Chuck, again, we want to thank Allstate Insurance in Las Vegas. That's Misty Chadwick's family agency. Misty says, come on by, and we'll make sure you're completely satisfied with all of your insurance. Give her a call. Set up an appointment at 702-451-4409. That's 702-451-4409. Chuck, I wanted to get into this because I know that 
a lot of people are talking about it, but I respect your opinion, and I think all our listeners respect your opinion on the possibility of who may be the next football coach or head football coach at USC. A lot of rumors out there. Keyshawn Johnson keeps pushing it out there. Paul Feinbaum bombs, he's pushing it out there. That Lane Kiffin, if he was to beat Mississippi or beat uh, Alabama this weekend, might be a prime candidate. Well, we've had that discussion before, uh, off air, on air. You know, Lane Kiffin's grown up. Uh, he's a man now, as Mike Gundy would say. He's older than 40, so that makes him a man. Uh, different sites are putting names out there like Anthony Lynn, the former Charger head coach who now is in uh, Detroit. Uh, I think it's interesting that uh, two coaches who are both coordinators in the National Football League have not been, been talked about. One is Joe Barry, who's a defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers, was a longtime assistant in um, in Los Angeles with the Rams, um, played linebacker at USC, and then, of course, his dad's Mike Barry, had a coaching career in, in, in college. And uh, I know you like this one, is that uh, Joe Barry's wife is Rod Marinelli's daughter. So at least we know we'd have great defensive line play, Coach, because I think Coach Marinelli would be right in the mix if that was the case. The other one is the former Trojan All-American, defensive coordinator of the Washington football team, Jack Del Rio. And I find it interesting that there's a lot of people out there in the national media who go on a lot of talk shows who aren't what I would consider to be USC people. Uh, They may not even be West Coast people. Maybe they're transplants. But their opinion is that USC needs to look outside of USC. And from that standpoint... Clay Helton was not a USC uh, person. He came from University of Houston after he transferred from Auburn. His dad was a, uh, a college coach as well as an NFL coach. And then he, he coached at University of Memphis, and then he got on uh, staff at USC. So he's certainly not somebody who grew up in the Trojan family. Steve Sarkeesian, the only thing that brought him to the Trojan family was that he was recruited to play baseball, but something happened. He ended up going to El Camino and then to BYU. Lane Kiffin went to Fresno State, was a quarterback at Fresno until he wasn't in the mix, and then he retired in uh, spring football. And then the next uh, practice, or excuse me, might have been double days. He retired during double days and became a student assistant in the afternoon after being a player in the morning session. Uh, am I leaving anyone out there that everyone thinks is a USC person? I, I don't. I don't see it. I don't. I don't understand what that means in regards to being to USC. I'm not sure, Chuck, what it means. I know there's a lot of other discussions regarding Luke Fickle. Is he uh, having an interview this weekend along with Lane Kiffin against his old uh, boss uh, Nick Saban, and also? How about Jonathan Smith? I thought his interview was pretty good last weekend in the Coliseum. You know, He's Coach, a I think California uh, guy. Yeah, Coach, I think you're the you're the only advocate I've heard for Jonathan Smith. Maybe he needs to give you a call and uh, and see uh, see what the deal is because from that standpoint, you have a lot of great coaches, but all of a sudden things have cooled a little bit in regards to 
how it was coming out of the box. And Anthony Lynn is the latest one. And the only validation to that is that multiple sources say they were contacted by USC boosters. And what, is it, what does that mean, actually? What, what is your definition of a booster? Do you give $1? Do you give $100 million? And remember, USC is coming off a situation right now where you have the Varsity Blues case that's still going to raise the uh, profile of the athletic department in the next four months to a point where people have never seen before because the person who was behind this is actually going to be testifying. And I think it's going to reopen a lot of the questions on how business is done at USC, but now there's a new administration. Well, Chuck, I'll tell you one thing. First of all, boosters are really involved in, in the football program, but most of them, they, they call everybody all day. I have so many of them calling me as far as rumors they've heard, rumors they've heard. And, and boosters are, are not going to select the next head football coach at, at USC. It's got to be done, uh, of course, uh, through a professional manner of people that know who football is and what football is all about. And boosters, of course, want the right person because they want to win. But necessarily, it's not always necessarily the correct person. You know, they had a chance last year for Urban Meyer. Is Urban Meyer possible? Bob Stoops, is he a possibility? Chris Peterson, is he a possibility? Matt Campbell, is he a possibility? There's a lot of names out there. James Franklin, is he a possibility? What name really fits USC as far as the guy you hand the keys to and you let him drive the car? Did you hear that old term I use? So... There's a lot of people out there, and like you mentioned, you'd like to have somebody or more people on campus currently now in the athletic department at USC and other positions that know what the Cardinal and Gold stand for. Chuck, and I really believe currently right now, we've got about a minute left, I really believe currently right now they're lacking those colors. Coach, two names that have never been talked about, Dennis Thurman, Chris Richard. And, Coach, how about two guys that uh, used to be GAs? How about Joe Gibbs and, of course, Bill Snyder, the former Kansas State head coach, whose son is on the staff right now? How about it, Coach? Let's get the older guys working. Well, let's not only that, let's get the, everything messed up so they can hear these rumors and start talking about them, and they can say they heard it here on USC Trojan Talk. Well, we're just talking about it. We're not saying or favoring one person over the other, but we love talking USC athletics and USC Tro- on USC Trojan Talk. Chuck, again, I want to thank you for joining us. I want you to have a great football weekend. Chuck Hayes joins us here on USC Trojan Talk in the Inland Empire on Saturday morning on AM 1490 on your dial. I'm Harvey Hyde in Las Vegas. We thank all of you for buckling up and riding along with us on USC Trojan Talk. Brought to us all by Terribles and Coors Light. Have a great football weekend, and buckle up. Fight on.